praise God. May the Lord continue to open your eyes, give you clarity, give you insight and revelation, knowledge into his will in the name of Jesus. We're going back to the scripture where we started and uh, we'll bring that part of this teaching to a close. We're coming to, amen, 1 John, the third chapter, verse 1 through 12, amen, in your hearing. 1 John, amen, the epistle of John, chapter 3, verse 1 through 12, amen, and that's where our reading will begin in verse 1. And this we'll be reading in the New King James Version of the Bible. Praise God. 1 John, chapter 3, verse 1 through 12, amen, that will be our place for our reading. And it says, and it says, amen, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. What kind of love is this? Therefore, the world, amen, does not know us. Glory to God, because it does not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God and it has not yet been revealed, amen, what we shall be. It has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall see, we, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Verse 3, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself. Glory to God. Amen. Just as he is pure. Verse, amen, number 4, whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness because sin is lawlessness. Verse five, and you know that he who he was manifested to take away our sins and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whosoever sin has neither seen him or know him. And that word sin or sin, if you read it in the King James Version, that word literally means a continual, unrepented, unremorseful sinning. Glory to God. Verse 7, and it says, Little children, let no one deceive you. Let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. And he who sins is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. Amen. He sinned from the beginning. And for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. For the, this reason, he was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9 says, And whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed, glory to God, remains in him and he cannot sin because he is born of God. He cannot stay in that ongoing, perpetual, unrepented sin. Why? Because a man, he has in him already the seed of God. Verse 10, in this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifested in this thing. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that we've heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not Now, not as Cain, who was the wicked one and murdered, amen, his brother. And why did he do that? Why did he murder his brother? Because his works were evil 
and his brother was righteous. Glory to God. Because his works were evil and his brother was righteous. Glory to God. Tonight we're going back to the subject. Amen. But we're going to deal with this. How are the works of the devil destroyed? In what way? Amen. In what way are the works that is being uh, talked about here? Glory to God. How are they being destroyed? Glory to God. The key for all of us is, a, is to learn how to walk in the reality of what Christ has already done. Amen. Say again. The key to offer all of us is to learn how to walk in the scriptural reality. Amen. The truth of what Christ has already done for us. Glory to God. We have to, we have to make a conscious effort, amen, to bridge the gap, to connect the dots so that we learn to walk as he has walked. We learn to walk in that same authority and that same power Glory to God and the reality that Christ himself destroyed the works of the devil. Glory to God. And he saved us from the penalty in heaven of sin and the power in the earth realm of sin. Christ already done that. And we can be of good cheer simply because he has overcome the world. He's already done it. The issue is for us is to not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind and to have a firm grasp of the reality, amen, of who God has made us as kingdom citizens, how to walk out in the spiritual intelligence, amen, with the covenant fact that Christ has destroyed, amen, the works of the devil. Praise God. Now, this is not an automatic thing. This is not an automatic thing that we uh, just inherit, praise God. You and I have to learn how, amen, to amen, deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, glory to God, and follow Christ. That reality has to be manifested. Say again, that reality has to be manifested, and we must make conscious effort, amen, to learn how to walk in the Lord. Glory to God. We must make the conscious effort to learn how to walk in the Lord. Glory to God. When Christ came, he says, amen, I'm not going to leave you without a comforter. I'm not going to leave you, amen, defenseless. You're not going to be walking around here, glory to God, like you're just ready to be picked off, amen. I'm going to give you the power of the Holy Spirit. In John 14, John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, Amen. Verse 12 through 14. Amen. In the New King James Version, this is what he says. He says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, listen to this, the works that I do, amen, he will do also. Most assuredly, I say to you, that he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And check this out. And greater works than these that, that, that he will do. Why? Because I go to my father and whoever and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the father may be glorified. Amen. In the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Glory to God. 
Amen. And so through the power of the Holy Spirit, he has given us all authority and power, amen, that we need in the earth realm to walk in the same purpose with the same agenda that he had. I say again, Bogus, he has given us the power and the authority to walk in the same agenda, but we have to wait on his leading. In Acts, the first chapter, verse 1 through 8, this is what it says. The formal account that I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to both do and teach. Glory to God, do and teach. Amen. We can't just talk. We got to walk in the authority of Christ. Until the day in which he was taken up, after he, amen, uh, he, through the Holy Spirit, had been given, given the commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive, according to God, after he has suffered, amen, many uh, in these infallible proofs. Glory to God. Being seen of them during the 40 days and speaking the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Glory to God. Let's look at verse 4. Amen. And it says, In being assembled together with him, he commanded him them not to depart from Jerusalem. Amen. But to, but to wait for the promise of the Father. Glory to God, which he said, you have heard from me. Amen. For John truly baptized with water. Thank you, Father. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom, amen, to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the season in which the Father put a man in his authority. But here's the key that we're getting to. Here's the key that we're getting to is that you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses. You shall be witnesses for to me in Jerusalem in Judea and Samaria and into the utmost parts of the world. It is the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God that gives us the authority. Amen. Gives us the power, the Azusa and the dunamis in the Greek. Praise God to function in the same manner that Christ functioned. It is the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. And when we learn to consecrate and fast and pray and seek the Lord, praise God, that power Amen. It increases enormously under the uh, discipline of prayer, of fasting, and consecration, studying the Word of God. Amen. It increases tremendously. Glory to God exponentially when we learn how to pray and to fast and seek the face of the Lord. Glory to God. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2 through 5, this is what he says. In 1 Thessalonians, Chapter 2, thank you, Father, amen, Verse, verses 2 through 5, it says this, we give, thanks to, we, give, we give thanks to God always for you, thank you, Father, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of labor, glory to God, love, labor of love, your work of faith, your labor of love, patience and hope. In our, in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of our God and Father. 
knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. For our gospel did not come to you in word only. Our gospel, it didn't come to you in word only. This gospel that we preach of the good news of Christ Jesus was not just in words, but also in power, in the Holy Spirit, in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were, amen, among you for your sake. Glory to God. Amen. The, amen. The witness of Christ is not about just words. Amen. Our witness in Christ is not about just words, but it is learning to function, amen, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We can't just be good talkers. We can't just be satisfied with good oration. We cannot just sit back and wrap back on our thumbs because we have a vocabulary and we're well acquainted with scripture and with the dictionary. We have to learn in this hour as covenant partners, as kingdom citizens of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, we have to learn how to, amen, make that reality of who Christ is in us, uh, amen, that scriptural truth, we have to make it a reality and walk worthy of the vocation where we were with we have been called. Glory to God. So the kingdom is just not about good oration. Glory to God. Jesus did more than just preach. Thank you, Father. In the gospel according to Matthew, the 12th chapter, verse 22 through 29, in the New King James Version, this is what it says. Glory to God. Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 12, amen, verse 22 through 29, this is what it says. Amen. Then one brought to him, to Jesus, amen, uh, who was demon-possessed. He was blind and mute. Glory to God. Demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed them. That the blind and mute man spoke and saw, and all of the multitudes were amazed and said, could this be the son of David? Glory to God. Could this be the one? Now the Pharisees, there's always that kind, amen, heard of it. They said, this fellow does not cast out demons except by, amen, Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, even the, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Every city or house divided as against itself, will not stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he, amen, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? Glory to God. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, then whom do your son cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judge. Amen. Let's look at verse 28. But if I cast out demons, glory to God, uh, by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come unto you. Uh, how can one enter a strong man's house? Thank you, Father. And plunder his goods unless he first bind the strong man and then plunder his house. Thank you, glory to God. So he says to them, amen, when the, amen, when demons are cast out, it is a sign that the kingdom has come. Amen. There is more 
superior kingdom that has manifested and it is present, glory to God, to take over and rule all previous, amen, ruling entities, the kingdom has trumped. Glory to God. And so, beloved, the kingdom of God has come unto us. The kingdom of God has come unto us. Amen. How do you know when the kingdom has come? Amen. One of the ways you know is because demons are cast out. Glory to God. Amen. Demons are cast out. We, you and I, beloved, through the power of the Most High, must flow not just in word, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. Not just in conversation, but in the power of God. We can't just be good talkers. We can't just be good orators. We can't just be wordy. We can't just have high sounding nonsense. But we have to stand in the power of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Here's the objective and here's the agenda. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, beginning at verse 1. And that we'll read in the New Living Translation. 2 uh, Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 1 through 6. And that we'll read in the New Living Translation. Amen. He says, Now I, Paul, appeal to you with the gentleness and the kindness of Christ. Though, though I realize you think I'm timid in person and bold only when I write from afar. Huh. Glory to God. Amen. Well, I'm, I am begging you now so that when I come, I won't have to be, to, amen, bold to those who think we act from human motives. I won't have to be like that. Glory to God. And this is what he says. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down. That's a war. That's a spiritual warfare vocabulary. Knock down worldly weapons. Amen. Knock down strongholds of human reasoning. And we destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. Those are the things that have come upon us obstacles that are designed to keep people from knowing God. Human reasoning. Amen. Uh, false arguments. Thank you, Father. These are things that are manifested by, amen, demons. And we destroy that. We come against those things by the power of the, the teaching of the word of Jesus Christ, and we capture their rebellious thoughts amen, and bring it into to, to submission of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Amen. So the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not human in this derivative. It didn't come from human thought. It didn't come from human philosophical thinking. It didn't come from wise-sounding words. It didn't come from our theological debates. Glory to God. But the weapons that uh, we get is from is mighty through God for the pulling down, for the knocking down of strongholds, of, of the thought patterns, human reasoning, amen, these proud arguments that are set up, amen, to keep people from knowing God better. When we orate, when we witness, when we teach, we ought to teach with content and intent, knowing exactly what you're doing. 
Say again, bogus. We got to have content. We got to have intent and know exactly what you're doing. You're in the middle of a war. You're, you are engaged in a battle for the mind. You're engaged for the, in the battle for the heart of men. For with the heart one believes. With the heart one believes. And with one's mouth he confessed Jesus Christ. You are in a spiritual warfare, war. Amen. You are operating under warfare when you declare the word of God to believers and unbelievers alike. Because the enemy is out to uh, deceive many. A strong spirit of deception has gone out from, amen, the spirit of darkness. But you and I, beloved, we are already uh, overcomers. We are already winners in Christ Jesus. G glory be to God in the name of Jesus. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. 1 Timothy, Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. This we'll read in the New Living Translation. And it says, now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last time, some will turn away. They'll depart from uh, the true faith. They'll depart from the faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites, liars and their conscience are dead. They were with us, but they left from us, and they gave heed to deceptive spirits. They were part of us, but they, amen, they left from among us. If they were with us, they'd have stayed among us. In this, beloved, you see, the, amen, the children of God and the children of the devil. You see the children of God, and you see the children of the devil. One thing that you, uh, uh, need to pray about and ask the Lord for in this hour is a spirit of discernment. Amen. You need a, you need a discernment. First, the discernment have to operate in you. Amen. Then you'll be able to discern, amen, uh, what's God and what's not. You'll be able to give judgment to weigh in the balance. You'll be able to, amen, check out. You'll be able to see whether or not, glory to God, that thing is of God or is Amen. Did it come from a demon? Praise the name of the Lord. More and more this hour, you're, you're going to see God expose the children of the devil. Amen. In the pews and in the sanctuary, defiling the holy place. False teachers, false apostles, false brethren. Glory to God. False prophets are being, amen, manifested. Why? By the, for what? How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And beloved, you and I as covenant partners, we have part of that same mandate to operate in that in our first, in our personal lives and also, amen, to help others come to the knowledge of the reality that there, amen, there's a truth in serving, amen, a true and living God in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. The devil, amen, uh, Jesus was manifested to destroy the works of the devil, the works of the flesh, all of these things, praise God, so we don't align with the devil, but speak about God out of our mouth. Say again, so that we don't align with the devil with our life, and but only declare Christ with our mouth. Amen. One great preacher told me, you can make your mouth say anything. Glory to God. 
Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. How is this, amen, work destroyed? One of the major ways that God is destroying the works of the enemy from the heart and the minds of the people is through the prophetic word. One of the major ways in this hour, amen, if there's never a time where the prophets, amen, have been called to the forefront, that time is right now. If there's never a time when the prophets and those that function in any level of the prophetic ministry, whether it's the gift of prophecy or uh, the uh, spirit of prophecy, amen, like never before God is calling these people to tilt their ear to heaven. He is communicating like crazy to his people because of his love and because of the urgency of the time. Say again, bogus. And like never before, the voice of God is ringing out in the earth realm. We're calling it different things, but beloved, behold, it's all one. Some are calling it revival. Some are calling it, amen, just for intercessors. Some are calling it to a call to prayer. Some are calling it sanctification and holiness. It's all one voice, amen. It's the voice of God, amen, drawing his people so that he can make ready a people that's prepared for the coming of the Lord. Glory to God. If there ever was a time for the, amen, the intercessors, the prophetic intercessors, if there ever was a time to teach prayer and identity, if there ever was a time for the prophets to come out of the cave hiding, amen, that time is right now. That time is upon us right now. Beloved, this is it. This is the assigned time. This is God's set manner. This is what the Lord is saying to us. This is, amen, his uh, time of reveal. Glory to God. If there ever was a time for the prophetic voice to stand up and walk in holiness, amen, and declare, cry loud and spare not, that time is right now. Jeremiah, the first chapter, verse 7 and 9. Praise God, I'm almost done. Jeremiah, the first chapter, verse 7 through 9. We'll read it. It's familiar, but we'll read it in the New Living Translation. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Amen. He says, God says to Jeremiah, the Lord replied, do not say that I'm too young. Don't say that I'm a child. Amen. For... You must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you to say. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Amen. And do not be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and protect you, and I, the Lord, have spoken. Verse 9, then the Lord reached out, and he touched my mouth, and he said to me, look, I put, look, I put my, amen, my spirit, glory to God, I put my word in your mouth. Look, I put my words in your mouth. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 10, he says, amen. Uh, today I appoint you to stand up, to, amen, against nations and against kingdoms. Check that out. Amen. Against nations and against kingdoms. Today I appoint you to stand up against nations, ethnicity, ethnos. Amen. Nations and kingdoms. Some you must root out. Amen. Some you must uproot, tear down, destroy, overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. Today, I have appointed you, glory to God, to stand up against nations 
and against kingdom, even the kingdom of darkness. See, I've appointed you for that matter. Some of them, glory to God, you must uproot and tear down. Some you must destroy and overthrow. But others you must build up and plant. Amen. Glory to God. This is the prophetic assignment, I believe, for all prophets. You have to learn, amen, what time it is and when is your season and when is your time and when, glory to God, to do what the Lord has called you to do. Praise the name of the Lord. Not all assignments are the same. Not all assignments are the same. Praise the Lord. The works of the enemy are destroyed and continually brought to subjection when the people of God learn how to submit to the reality of what Christ has already done in us, for us, and through us. We have to learn how to make that word real. The Bible says in 1 John, I mean the Gospel of John, the first chapter, verse 14, that the word became flesh and dwelled among us, and we beheld, amen, his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Glory to God. The law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The word became flesh. The word, it became flesh. It dwelt among us. The word became flesh. The word became flesh, put on a human suit. The word of God manifested in flesh. This is a mystery concerning godliness. God says, I don't want you just to be good speakers. I haven't anointed you just to be good orators. I'm not satisfied when you have a large vocabulary. It's not my will for your life. Glory to God, just to be good talkers. God said, I've given you the power, the authority, and the ability to tread upon serpents, amen, and to tread upon all type of vipers and cobras in the name of Jesus Christ. He says, amen, just don't be, I didn't just anoint you, praise God, just to talk. When Jesus anointed the 12 that were going to be apostles, that he named, he gave them power to, amen, to heal. He gave them power to rebuke demons. He gave them power, amen, to preach the kingdom, not just talk, amen. We got a generation that are excellent orators, but know nothing of the kingdom. Excellent, amen, uh, speakers, praise God, technical term, pontificate. They can talk very well, but we are not here just talking in our own flesh. Amen. In 1 Thessalonians, amen, chapter 1, as we go back in our, our notes, he says, For the gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power, in the Holy Spirit, in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you. Amen. For your sake. Praise the name of the Lord. Our gospel wasn't just about talking. Our gospel wasn't just about word only but it was about power. The works of the devil are being destroyed every time we're spirit-filled and spirit-led, amen, and we orate the things of God, amen. Mindsets are being changed. Lives are being turned around by the power of the declared word. I leave you with this, beloved. Glory to God. Let's, amen, learn to bridge the gap between the facts you find in the scripture and your lifestyle so that you learn how to walk circumspectly and let you learn how to be the very mouthpiece of God, so that you learn how to be exactly what God has anointed us to do. Not just talk, amen, but walk in power, and walk in authority, and walk in great confidence, 
and walk in great clarity and walk in your, amen, beloved, make your calling and your election sure. This is the hour like none before that we need to manifest for the earth work. The earth is waiting for the sons of men to manifest. It's groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. This is the time like never before. We can't just talk. We got to be about the father's business in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the heroes. For those who would stand, Father God, and, and stand in the power of the spirit of your holy, holiness, God, in the name of Jesus. Give us strategies, plans, amen, to defeat the works of the enemy within ourselves as well as our brethren, that we may walk in the reality that you called us to be, amen, like Christ in the earth realm. We bless you, Father. We give you praise and thanks in the name of Jesus Christ for all that you've done in us, for us, and through us. In the name of Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. If you're listening to this right now, or, amen, you're listening later on in the recording on the podcast, glory to God, you're, you're, and you're stuck. Amen, you're stuck. You don't know where you are in Christ. You don't know what next. You are not sure about your next step personally or with the church corporately. Amen, you're being unstuck or unconfused is as simple as asking. It's as simple as asking. Amen. But you got to ask for a disciplined lifestyle. You cannot stay confident and clear. You, you will not remain, amen, uh, know where you are, what next, what step to take, where's the church, where I, am I personally, unless you develop a disciplined prayer life. Amen. And learn the art of fasting and prayer. Amen. Your time in consecration in the, in the scripture. You cannot be pitiful and powerful at the same time. Amen. It's as simple as asking. It's as simple as asking. Why don't you take a minute now? That's the Father to revive your passion. Amen. For the kingdom. Revive your passion for your calling. There's a demon out that in his job is to suffocate your passion. Amen. But I'm telling you, our God is a healer. He's a restorer. Amen. He, he, amen. he knows exactly where you are and what you are going through. And all of us experience it. There's no need for shame. Praise the name of the Lord. But just know he's just, amen, a prayer away in the name of Jesus. My time is up. Praise the name of the Lord. May the Lord bless you.